Makes me laugh every time I hear the jingle upside downside. So we've gone through the Bombers last week. We went through the Tigers and today we're doing the Blues. Fair to say halfway mark of the year, it was mainly downside. Second half of the year, mainly upside as they charged into the finals. 13 wins in the home and away season. And then, of course, uh, two thrilling finals victories over Sydney and Melbourne. And then 20 minutes into the prelim, you thought, hello. They're going to make the grand final of the Blues, kick the first five goals, and then Brisbane uh, were too good from that point of view. Just before we get into that, a bit of uh, footy news coming out of the Hawks. Uh, Cal Toomey posting on Twitter a short time ago that they'll nominate uh, Kelshia Deer, the son of Premiership player, and, of course, the late uh, Paul Deer, of course, won the 1991 Norm Smith medal. Uh, so then the Hawks get to choose in the coming weeks whether they'll nominate Deer as a national draft father-son or as a rookie. They've already nominated uh, Will McCabe late last week, the son of former defender Luke. Now, he'll certainly be taken uh, in the draft. Uh, very highly rated young player uh, is Will McCabe. Okay, James from Karen Downs has jumped on the line. Now, don't, this is not in the spirit before we get to James. Uh, send us through uh, temper text as well if you can't give us a call. 0433-981116. The all-new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper a mattress like no other. One here just saying Blues upside. Essendon will go another year without winning a final. Now, that's not nice. We're talking about Carlton. We're not talking about Essendon. Let's get to James and Caram Downs. G'day, James. Yeah, pretty good, Jules. Um, wanted to have a look at a bit of holistic reasons and have a look at this. And what makes Carlton back and what makes them worse? And it's what goes out, what comes in, obviously, makes life a bit easier. So Paddy Dow goes out, couldn't really break the game in. In comes Elijah Hollands. Carlton needs goal-kicking midfielders. They've probably picked up one there. Carlton's small forward line, no disrespect to the boys, but it's probably bottom three in the competition when it comes to their group. Arazio Fantasia, injury risk, so that's probably a bit of a make-or-break sort of thing there, but it's probably a free hit considering Sam Phillips being yep. delisted and couldn't get on the park. Um, Zach Fisher going out, Zach Williams coming effectively mm-hmm. back into the side, so I think that does free up Docky to potentially go through the middle. So I think what's going on and what's coming in, it looks pretty good. What does Carlton need? Well, everyone needs elite kicks, but Carlton probably need a couple of better runners that have got some speed because they did get cut up by Brisbane, in, especially in that second half and uh, only a few weeks ago. Um, and then obviously that ability to use the ball when you're running with it. And then obviously fixing that small forward line. Uh, Owies, Motlop, Corey Durden... That's what it looks like at the moment. So then you throw in Orazio Fantasia, and Motlop's probably the only one that's really showing a lot. That I was say, Motlop looks like a good player. He does look like a good player. So I think, all in all, I think that's the upside. And then obviously with Carlton, with two picks on the, the higher end of the draft, you, you want to call it inside 30, um, probably can be a bit more speculative at the draft and take more of a couple of project players, I guess, and maybe look for the best small forward in, in the draft with speed, for example, and then maybe look for another running halfback with an elite kick or something like that. So, all in all, I think there's a bit of upside there to work for. From a negative point of view, if Carlton produced the same small forward line as they've done the last couple of years, I can't see them going the next step unless someone like Arazio Fantasia does show something and someone like Hollands may play through there a bit more and show something. The injury risk is good concern. How does it work with the big guys, do you think, James? How does the combination of, uh, you know, now, whether you can play them all on the same side of some weeks you can, some weeks you won't, or some, or you don't want to do it all together. Can you play Mackay, Pitnett, 
Tom De Koning and Jack Silvani in the same side? Or do you think they're all in your best uh, team? No, I don't. I don't. I think um, matchups specifically, but I think two of those three will play every week. And I think probably Tom De Conning's probably the one that plays more often than not out of the three of them. Um, Jack is very un- um, universal. So he can go back and play back. So depending if you've got someone like a Marchbank injured or something like that, you can. But it just depends where if, if Doherty's going to be playing into the midfield this year, which frees up someone like a Zach Williams to come back there. And then Nick Newman can either play the half-back role or play that negating small forward role. So I think the answer is yes, but I don't think you're going to see them when the best 22 is available, that those three are best 22 week in, week out, unless you're trying to stretch your defence and go a bit taller, potentially if you've got the Twin Towers and McKay and Kerno. Well, 13 wins, to finish top four, you're probably going to need 16 wins. So you need to find an extra three wins from somewhere, and that maybe internal improvement will do that. Is there is there a young player on Carlton's list that we we don't know much about that hasn't been exposed that you can or exposed much to senior football that you think can make an impact next year? Yeah, I think the big one is Jackson Bins. Yep. Yep. I think Jackson Bins is he's, uh, his disposal has improved during the year. Obviously, first year drafty last year and was very, very solid in the VFL. was probably a bit unlucky not to get a go, but I think there was a, a question mark on Paddy Dow what was going there, and Paddy got given some games to maybe try and keep him on the list and see if he wanted to hang around. Um, but I think Carlton's cleaned up a bit of salary cap with Dow out and Fisher out, so it does help that, and it probably opens the doors for a big, hard-running Jackson Bins to come in. Beautiful, James. Uh, comprehensive. Uh, Signet Boost Power Bank uh, coming your way. Thanks for your call. Carlton fans, still got some time to take your calls on the upside or the downside for the Blues uh, in 2024. As we mentioned, they want to be a top four team next year in the end of the home and away season. That was 16 wins this year with Melbourne finishing top four. It generally is 16 wins minimum to finish top four. Obviously, they won 13 this year, upside, Zach Williams certainly is an upside uh, coming back into the team from the ACL. Tom DeConing looked like he was a player that was just about to explode with the way he finished the season. If you think about early in that final uh, against Melbourne, and he's just getting bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. So that looks like a real upside for the Blues, what he could do next year. Downside, how much improvement are, is there in, in some of their real good key players? You know, can Cripps get any better? Can Doherty get any better? Uh, can Kerno get any better? You think Walsh can get better? And, and a few players this year that certainly played career best seasons, can they replicate that? If you look at Nick Newman, if you look at um, Blake Akers uh, out on the wing, can these sort of players uh, replicate that form next year? And can they get Harry Mackay uh, back into his very best form? I think we all thought the kerno Mackay combination, once Charlie got back, would be the best combination in the competition. Charlie has more than held up his end of the bargain, winning back-to-back Coleman medals. But it just hasn't quite happened uh, for Harry Mackay in the last couple of years. So uh, that'll be a giant upside uh, if they can get Harry Mackay uh, back in red-hot form next year. But, uh, yeah, the expectations will be really high for the Blues. A couple more on the Blues coming off uh, the 40 winks uh, temper. Uh, Negative one here. Carlton will go another year without winning a flag in the 2000s, says Craig. Uh, Blues upside. Sam Walsh might eventually become an A-grade player in the eyes of Kane Corns. I think he's probably conceded now that uh, he's at that level 
And, uh, well, it's been a good battle, that one. Connor Rosie and Sam Walsh, I think it's fair to say they're, they're both A-graders now off the back of the last 18 months that Connor Rosie has uh, put together. Uh, Blues won't get the best small forward in the draft unless they trade up to inside the top six. Uh, young Watson, of course. Nick Watson has been speculated as going uh, very early. Cowan and, and Bins, uh, in terms of young players that could make an impact next year, uh, according to Barry. And uh, didn't mind this one. Uh, I'll find it after the news. Uh, it was a bit of Bulldog uh, related. Oh, here we go. Uh, J-Dog. Uh, this, this is the sort of stuff we like, sort of reading between the lines and speculating. Uh, J-Dog, who's a big dogs fan. More news from the West. Tim English's partner, Rudy Ellis, cut ties with a West Coast fever which is not good news for the West Coast Eagles, according to J-Dog, hoping that means he uh, extends his contract uh, beyond season 2024.